Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. this turned down what's going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned in to episode 82 of do rags and boat shoes so y'all got a full nba season worth of episodes of do rags and boat shoes uh much love and respect to all of y'all for uh rocking with me a day late um i got my wedding anniversary coming up and my wife's birthday coming up so i had to get some things ready for that so uh i appreciate y'all being patient y'all know y'all like family y'all are family uh but i had to take care of home first uh, and um just to let y'all know uh in the upcoming weeks i'll be having some mini episodes for y'all i have some more information uh coming up uh probably next week for y'all uh, i'm still working out some uh details with the team about how we are we, we will execute this um but it's uh it's kind of nice to be uh for the podcast to be recognized and uh you know have to start having some coins rolling in from my hard work so uh, but i'll have more details uh coming soon and that'll just be more of me uh for y'all so uh hopefully y'all continue to rock with me and no i'm not selling out uh it's just me getting a little little pocket change you know me and the team getting a little pocket change for uh how hard we work on this uh podcast here so let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen first things first uh let's just say rest in peace to uh zachary bear hills if you don't know who that is that's the young man who was uh killed on monday at a bucky's gas station off of 60th and center this young man was traveling on an interstate bus coming from south dakota heading back home to oklahoma city uh he got put off in omaha for his erratic behavior and uh it's a sad story um and so he was hanging around a gas station um and the police tased him to death um and he was he, he was listed as doa uh as soon as he got to the hospital dead on arrival um, the sad part is this was a mentally disabled uh, young man who was uh, suffering from schizophrenia he was off of his meds and his mother was saying that when he is on his meds you know he's a very great functioning adult he's made that trip from oklahoma city up to south dakota many times while on his meds so he might have ran lower forgot his meds who knows what happened and uh, she said she just spoke with him uh, once she learned that her son didn't get off that bus in Oklahoma City. When she was waiting on him, she learned from a passenger that the uh, bus driver actually put him off in Omaha because of his behavior. So he was just hanging around a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he was just hanging around the gas station. So about 12:30 in the morning, uh, they called the cops on him uh, just for how he because of how he was acting and uh you know an hour later the cops are calling for an ambulance because he was tased to death wasn't responding but he was doa um and hopefully the family seeks seeks out justice 
and hopefully they will get some justice. The four officers involved are on paid administrative leave. You know, that is nothing but, uh, you know, a paid vacation. Uh, there's been plenty of deaths in the past due to tasers. And uh, I mean, in the, in the state of Nebraska, from state patrol, from the police departments and things of that sort. And, uh, you know, may this young man rest in peace. Um, it's a very, very, very unfortunate event. And uh, I really don't know what else to say about it, but uh, we really need to start training these police officers on how to deal with mentally disabled people. And we need to stop calling the cops on mentally disabled people, too. You know, it has to be, you know, a situation where, you know, maybe calling like the ambulance or something like that for a mentally disturbed person, calling the fire department and getting an ambulance out there and seeing what they can do for that person and his mother was saying that normally if he has an issue you know out and about in Oklahoma City the uh, OKC police department will take him to like an emergency services and things like that or you know to get some meds and calm down but Omaha police department does not do that and we've seen this happen all too often where there's a situation uh there was a brother who got killed was about a couple years ago uh, i forgot it was down south some no i think it was in california southern california where he was off his meds and you know they uh they called the cops and the cops came in there because he wasn't taking his meds so his mama called the cops and the cops came in there and they killed that man and i know she didn't mean for that to happen um but, you know, I said like they need to have training to deal with disabled, mentally disabled people. They up here shooting able minded folks, you know, point blank range and shit of that sort. So what the fuck is going on here? Um, just there's a there's so many questions. Um, it's disgusting. And, uh, you know, I, I feel for the mother and I feel for the family. But uh, may that man rest in peace. Um, let's see here. What else could we talk about on that good old Summer Jam screen? I don't know what the fuck your president has to do to get impeached because The Intercept just ran an article. Uh, they got some intel from a woman named Reality Winner about how the NSA or it could be the DHS Department of Homeland Security has information on how Russia planned on or did try to hack uh, our voting system. So basically they had a plan to send out phishing emails and I believe they did do it. Send out phishing emails. So basically dummy emails that said that um, you know, they were targeting people who had electronic voting systems. So they wanted to target these people who ran these voting systems and had these credentials to log in and set up the systems, you know, telling them that they need to reset their password or something of that sort. So they had a, a, a dummy website that looked like the actual electronic voting system website uh, to input their information and things like that. So they could, you know, uh, fuck up votes, you know, electronic votes. And I'm so glad that the state that I'm in still uses those paper ballots. And I feel like they need to go back to that because that whole clicking on a tablet and shit like that, that ain't the wave. That ain't that's it. It's too easy to be hacked. And so the NSA or DHS, I can't remember who it was, so forgive me for that. Uh, they were investigating that. Now they all butt hurt because uh, the information leaked uh, of what's actually going on. And, you know, they wanted to tip this into uh, Donald Trump's favor. So what the fuck has to happen to get this man up out the paint? I mean, he's a security risk. 
um, you know, his the people that vote for him, they're starting to look at him kind of funny in the light, except for these hardcore, like far right wingers, because they'll just go down protecting whiteness to the death of them. You know, they'll even become fucking puppets of Russia to, you know, to protect their whiteness and shit like that. It's it's disgusting. And uh, remember, I told y'all last week that white supremacy disguised as patriotism is just it's just it's a fucking you know it's just some bullshit trying to smoke screen to try to get you caught up and feel like you're un-american and all this other shit just no don't fall for that trick at all but seriously what has to happen before president trump is thrown up you know in jail i mean you have the business dealings of him you know they they were even promoting his daughter's clothing line while what was that like the first week in office first two weeks in office or something like that and then him having business ties in russia and then uh just oh man and he wanted to put sanctions on like china and all this other stuff then it found out that he was still having stuff distributed out of china and just weirdo shit and then still trying to conduct business with japan and the middle east parts of the middle east that wasn't on the travel ban um what really has to happen like what the fuck is our government waiting on because this is a huge security risk or or is there some kind of mass plan to just you know collapse the whole structure and try to build it back up or something i I don't know what's going on maybe i should take off the tinfoil hat but this is wild and then tmz is reporting that uh comey was uh, what he's going to say in front of congress or uh whoever's invested whoever's doing the investigation i believe in front of uh the house he was saying how uh trump kept pressuring him to uh you know show his loyalty towards him and to kind of sweep this russia thing up under the rug with general flynn and with himself himself meaning president trump so it's like what the fuck is going on all these people can't be out in these streets lying so what the fuck is supposed to happen i have no idea i don't have anything else for the summer jam screen i'm so puzzled but um hove what you gotta say don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone biggums for that introduction of selling hope like dope and you know who's selling hope like dope right now we have to uh say our man uh, dr michael eric dyson is selling hope like dope and the reason i say that is he's going the route of most black intellectuals uh black bourgeoisie and that is to be accepted by that white liberal crowd that fake white liberal crowd i should say and uh the reason that i say that is uh we all know what happened with bill maher him saying that he was a uh, house nigger in front of uh ben sass sassy i don't know he's the senator here in nebraska i don't even know how to pronounce his name he's supposed to be this cool hip republican and all this other shit but no anyway so uh sassy uh (laughs) senator sassy he was saying that uh you know he should come work in the fields in nebraska bill maher was like no i'm a house nigger you know and he just said it's so smug and and the crowd was just clapping and laughing and oh they were in shock and 
you know black folks on twitter was uh you know up in arms um i, I and i don't understand how y'all up in arms about bill maher uh saying house nigga bill maher been saying slick shit way back in uh the the days of politically incorrect when it used to come on uh regular ass tv uh, i remember it came on coming on channel seven and i didn't understand what was the 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 so great about this smug ass white dude who's a who's a bleeding democrat you know i'm, I'm not gonna say a bleeding democrat but a bleeding liberal or whatever and uh supposed to be progressive and all this other shit he's it's this is nothing new so i don't understand what's to be up in arms about people are like his show should be boycotted and all this other stuff when he was disrespecting uh dr cornell west that's when he was really looking funny in the light but it wasn't as much outrage as it is now over him saying house nigger but bill maher has always been problematic i don't care how many uh black women he dip his white cock into he, he doesn't get a pass never has never will but my problem with michael eric dyson is he him coming out to defend bill maher and you know mike dr dyson was looking funny in the light when he wrote his latest book the tears we cannot stop it was basically an open letter the whole book is an open letter caping the white folks the whole damn book and i feel like this is the problem with black intellectuals black bourgeoisie they want to inform the world about black problems and things of that sorts while getting a cut of some money and being accepted by the uh, white liberal crowd and not actually you know understanding you know the working uh, poor black folks and things of that sort they kind of want to stay in their little intellectual middle class upper middle class bubble because they then you know worked up into the middle class and they really can't relate to the poor working black person but they can use the poor working black person as an example you know to uh, write a book do an essay do some speeches across the globe or be on bill's bill Maher's show and i feel like dr dyson is doing this to you know to keep his stock rising high and get back on tv and uh you know sell some more of this damn book you know and uh talked to my man brandon uh, about the book and he said that it's pretty much yeah an open letter to white folks you know trying to explain what they've done to us and you know honestly white folks know what they've done to us that's why you have things like white guilt and that's why you have the rise of the alt-right and things of that source and all they say if racism wanted to end white folks could end racism tomorrow if they wanted to but the benefits of white supremacy is just so great it's like well why would i you know if my people been winning this long why would i even the playing field so you know and now and i say this and i've said this numerous times i'm not in the business of educating any white person about racism especially no grown-ass adult some kids absolutely kids teens yes some college students maybe but still then you too damn old once you go off to college and you out here with people of different colors black brown red yellow and you still don't get it okay it's too fucking late for you okay but we try to say that white folks are so ignorant to the fact that racism exists but they're not ignorant to the fact of their own privilege you see what i'm saying of what's going of how they benefit from this system 
it's you know it's just it, it a lot of these white supremacists and i'm not gonna say all white folks but white supremacists they play dumb like a fox you know a lot of them do and i think black folks were so butthurt about bill maher uh doing that uh saying house nigger because they was riding that that goofy ass hillary train they was riding that shit and now excerpts of her book from fucking what is it 96 is coming out uh that she used uh prison labor at the governor's mansion when her husband was a governor of uh of little rock of the state of little rock of, of arkansas and then and she, the, the way that she was talking about this, you could have swore this was an excerpt from fucking Gone with the Wind or something. Just how she's talking about how they had strict rules for the inmates and all this other shit. And if they broke the rules, she told the warden. And uh, some of these African-American men were nice and all this other bullshit. And she was weary of them at first. And it's just, it's like, get the fuck out of here. I, I, I've never rocked with Hillary. I haven't. And, uh, you know, I know if she would have won this election, it would have been business as usual. It would have been, you know, uh, leaving black folks by the wayside. And I feel like this Trump presidency is good because a lot of black folks are out here, you know, circling their own wagons and just knowing that we need to get our shit together before we come back to this to the rest of these groups and start helping out and fighting the good fight with them we need to get our shit together first but um dr dyson like i said he's been looking funny in the light killer mike's looking funny in the light right now uh, i don't care if this brother was in hidden colors uh, the other brother uh, jim brown was in hidden colors and he was cooning his ass off uh meeting with trump and uh he was uh, looking funny in the light on the NBA special that I talked about on the open court when they were talking about Colin Kaepernick uh, protesting the flag and uh, not protesting the flag, but, you know, kneeling during the national anthem uh, for, you know, to bring accountability to police for killing all these black folks out here in police brutality. And uh, he was up here, uh, you know, soft shoe cooning. And then after that open court episode, you saw him got done meeting with fucking Donald Trump you know so and uh killer mike is looking funny in the light for trying to trying to defend um bill maher he went on the whole you know black folks shouldn't be worried about it uh what he said he's a comedian um he went on that trip saying that we shouldn't be worried about it and things of that sorts which i i kind of agree but you just keep that kind of shit to yourself and don't come out here trying to defend the motherfucker you know i know that's probably your mans but you need to check your mans you know you need to pop them in the mouth one time for every time he drops an n-bomb and it'll stop it'll stop i remember my mama telling me uh when she was growing up and my pops uh around the time that you know when i remember when i was a little kid you know she was talking about being in high school and things like that and you know uh you know white girls would uh try to say it and try to run and she would you know her and her friends would snatch them by the hair and pop them in the mouth and you know it didn't happen again and um you know nowadays you know you got these these cool hip uh white liberals hanging out with you uh, hanging out with you black folks and they up here just dropping the end bomb left and right and you letting them do that when it's just y'all then they go out here thinking it's all gravy and shit and that they can keep on saying it no no it doesn't work like that and i believe bill maher be uh nigging it up left and right when he's uh with some of these black women out here you know giving them that that pork dick and they out here and he up here just 
like oh i love this nigga pussy and shit like that you know and trying to play it off like he's cute and just letting it happen now am i saying you knock a motherfucker in his teeth for calling you a nigga absolutely absolutely i ain't gonna be out here shouting and calling somebody uh white racial slurs back no you just gonna catch these hands sir you know let that shit happen to me out in public you just gonna catch these hands that's that's just what it is it has to be old school you have to go back you know black folks be hooting and hollering on twitter talking about this ain't your uh your grandparents uh civil rights movement or i ain't my parents and all this other shit well you're not you're not because you are just filming it and throwing it on twitter and be like look what happened to me no throw them hands that should have stopped quick it will it will but um going back to uh, dr dyson you know it just shows that he really wants some more of that liberal white money that's what he really wants um i, I remember seeing a uh, story it reminds me of the sisters who have that safety pin business going on and they just raking in the money i think it's like uh uh, I don't know what a hundred bucks a month for them to send you uh, no 50 bucks a month something like that something crazy like that for you for them to send you cards about racism and a safety pin because you want to be an ally that that is just the craziest shit so these sisters are sending out these safety pins, these ally safety pins. So you get a safety pin and you get some cards educating you on racism. If you gotta pay a black person $50 a month for them to tell you about racism, well, you gonna keep paying that 50 damn dollars. I guess that sister's going for her reparations, but I'm not in the business of explaining racism, but hey, maybe if I did get paid, you know, for it maybe i would do it start explaining it to white folks but no they know that racism exists and i'm just not in the business of it you know i ain't, I ain't gonna waste my time because somebody want to play dumb you know and try to convince them no no you should be willing to learn and understand people who are not like you and people who are oppressed so you try to understand what they're going through and try to help them out and try to help change the system if you're a decent human being but uh dr dyson you are selling hope like dope you out here talking this big shit you know about black issues and things of that sort but it seems like right now you just want a check from these white liberals and uh you know what keep doing what you doing but uh you know I, I will not be supporting this move i will not be just looking funny in the light this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding the l i guess we could give it to the cleveland cavaliers for uh dropping another game against the uh golden state warriors they're down 3-0 but you really can't because they got what what, one, what four all-stars two mvps in their starting lineup you you can't there is nothing you can do against that team it is literally an all-star team i have no idea why kevin durant took his lanky ass to california to join a 73 and 9 team it this is i 
I don't know what to say. Will he get the finals MVP? Most likely. But you teamed up with another back-to-back league MVP. And you're an MVP yourself. So I I can't really give Cleveland that L because we make fun of LeBron for wanting another, you know, uh, superstar or something on his team to help him to, to win. But, man, this is tough. This is tough. You got four All-Stars and two MVPs. Like, two of those All-Stars are MVPs. But anyways, really, uh, the ones who really have to hold this L are, speaking of the West Coast, um, has to be those people who are criticizing Kendrick Lamar uh, for buying his baby sister a Toyota, a brand new Toyota, for her high school graduation. I don't know what the fuck is the problem with him buying his sister a Toyota brand new for her high school graduation. I didn't get anything close to that during my graduation and I don't know anybody else who got a brand new car for their graduation and Negroes were out here talking about is that all KDOT could afford and just going off with these jokes and some of these folks was dead ass serious too so we're gonna hop in this time machine we're gonna go back to i don't know maybe you graduated in 2000 01 02 03 04 05 06 07 08 09 maybe in 2010 we're gonna go back there and i am going to give you a gift it's a beautiful letter the letter L I shined it up nicely for you and I just want you to hold it you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes we have to give this to Hawaii earlier this week the governor of Hawaii signed a bill into law I believe yeah he did making uh Hawaii the first state to align with the Paris Accords and if you don't know what the Paris Accords are Accord I'm sorry it's what uh, President Trump pulled out pulled the USA out of Um, it is basically saying that we will lower our greenhouse gas emissions and we will align with I think it's 189 other countries and we will hold each other accountable if we do not lower our uh, greenhouse gas emissions uh, because global warming is real as fuck but uh president trump drew us out of that so i think we're with iran and somebody else uh, syria maybe uh for the as the only countries that's not aligned with the paris accords um so shout out to hawaii for taking a stance to align with that and hawaii is nothing but bliss in heaven and a lot of folks are pissed about that Uh, i looked at the uh, facebook page cnn posted the story uh the clinton news network and uh man these folks were mad they were mad they were talking about how a little island in the pacific how they're going to betray uh, the united states and disobey the president and these probably are the same people who was out here shitting on president barack obama this is the silliest logic ain't it silliest shit you know (laughs) like when you understand how goofy and illogical uh, a lot of these uh, white supremacists are you just have to laugh at it and you know it always starts off as uh you know 
them setting the rules of what not to do and then they just end up breaking them themselves and then you're like hey but you said well it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't uh, matter with this case right here it doesn't it doesn't fit this narrative here so no it doesn't work but shout out to hawaii um i was talking to my wife i'm like this is where we'll retire at like i'm done with these the 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 mainland like we just gonna be feet kicked up in the sand sipping some uh some daiquiris or a margarita or a pina colada just living living our old golden age and just chilling out man that's when we went for a honeymoon it didn't even feel like it it just felt like you left all the hells of north america you just left it like you stepped off that plane that fresh air hits you everybody's chilled and laid back the traffic like uh on the interstate you couldn't go more than 50 55 at one point and everybody you turn your signal on to merge left or to merge right and people just let you over people are just so friendly and it just it doesn't feel corrupt it didn't feel corrupted like the states you know like the the mainland it was just it felt protected you know it just felt like the the hawaiians the polynesians you know who came over and settled the island it just feels like that culture is still there it's uh it, it's it's a great place if y'all save y'all money and go to hawaii i'm telling y'all it's gonna change your life uh you know that's my happy place you know i just think about my wife and i chilling up on the north shore seeing the ocean like be like three different colors of blues and uh that sand was so fine it was like the hourglass sand but it was just it's not manufactured that way it's just well by you know the higher power god or whoever you want to see this up in the sky you know whoever put this grand design together um but it was heavenly and just for them to make this move of align aligning with the paris accords you know i have to take my hat off to them uh we can't keep fucking up this planet like we are because we ain't gonna leave shit for our great great grandkids it's you know it's gonna fuck around and be summer all year round you know they're gonna fuck around and draw santa claus be out here and romp him and some thong sandals so shout out to the paris accords and uh we really have to look at after mother earth we really have to you know take care of this this damn planet because this has it has really taken care of us it really has i know i speak a lot about white supremacy and things like that but once you get out in nature and get away from you know the evils of uh this structural system you know you can really appreciate what the earth has to offer the you know the beautiful nature scenes the animals just everything you can get in touch with you you can line up your chakras and you can come back to fighting this dirty ass disgusting system but shout out to hawaii not all heroes wear capes you know some of them wear lays and you know they're laid back all right so moving on to health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth and this quote comes from alice walker it says the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any so keep that in mind it's always been 
power to the people i feel a lot of times we forget that these elected officials they work for us it's not the other way around it may seem like they have all the power but the power has always been with the people and if we quit this bullshit ass in fighting just fighting with each other and all this other nonsense we can actually come together and make a great significant change if we care about the future of this great country and these great people that are here he needs some milk all right you guys know that whenever i play he needs some milk i'm about to be real problematic um it's not gonna be me i'm gonna let little boosie tell this story to you and that's how we gonna end the podcast and uh much love and respect to y'all and i will see y'all next week and like i said i'll have more information about those mini episodes next week for y'all much love and respect one these niggas ain't a hundred man I remember I was in that goal, I walked down on a nigga riding a nigga dick from the back. That nigga had a nigga ankles riding that bitch from the back, man. I ain't know about the cocaine and the shawl, you heard me? Nigga ain't even tell me. I walked straight in at six in the morning, nigga riding that dick. I say, man, I won't go home, man. Fuck that, man. I say, man, I won't go home, man. I got to call the lawyers for all kind of bum. Man, give me a motherfucking bum, man. That shit fucked my head up. Another nigga riding a nigga dick, man. Taking that bitch. I'm talking about riding a nigga dick. That shit. That nigga say, damn, youngster. I say, my bad, man. Yeah, I ain't know, man. Fucking the shit out that nigga in that bitch. I was like, man, this shit. I was like, this ain't no place for no motherfucking human being, bro. When I saw that shit, OG, I'm like...